3: Follow
5: the, follow the money. That's what I always say. You always follow yeah, the money. Yeah. This is Follow the Money with Mitch Moss and Pauly
0: Howard on v Hey, hey, top of the morning to you. It is Follow the Money here on v the sports betting network. Mitch Moss along with Pauly Howard as we are live in downtown Las Vegas from the Circa Resort and Casino. Coming up over the next three hours, 45 minutes from right now, soccer expert friend of the show, Nigel Seeley, he has been terrific with the uh, football bets going back. Uh, not only that are they coming in, but the analysis has been spot on. We'll hear from him coming up at that point. Brad Powers on the best college slate of the entire season in an hour. Mike Pritchard on the show, as is Paul And We do have Paul Charchian's Fanny's Football Hall of Famer. Mike Pritchard played in the sport uh, for 10 years and is currently a VEASAN host. So we do have a Thursday night game tonight. Yes, I know people are going to make fun of it the entire time. Mock it, laugh it, laugh at it, do whatever you want. Uh, I will say this personally, I'm glad it is on a Thursday night, so it's not even, not even in consideration for me for a contest this weekend. So I will not play Thursday night football. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I was actually pondering a play on Chicago, but the more I kind of dove into this game, uh, it's either a complete stay away or I would actually lean Washington at this point for various reasons, which we will get into. Mm. So um, there is this, you know, rookie head coaches, how are they going to handle situations like the first time playing short rest like it is tonight for Matt Eberflus and the Bears. Well, going back since 2015, rookie head coaches are 8 and 18 ATS. That is 30.8 percent, and it's 0 and 2 so far on the season. Look back to last week. Nathaniel Hackett and the Broncos could not get there at home with that poor performance. So there is that angle, and uh, you do do have some stuff here tonight where I think maybe the Bears' biggest strength on offense certainly would be the running game. Well. Montgomery played well again last week. He took over as the workhorse yet again from Herbert. But the commanders are actually quite good at stopping the run. So can Fields actually do anything to
5: exploit kind of a crappy Washington pass defense? I don't know. Uh, I, well, I like that the passing offense has looked better the last couple of weeks, especially against the Vikings. As we talked about the other day, they were down 21-3 to and then had the lead in the fourth quarter. So uh, that continues to improve. Chernoff is right, he mentioned it Tuesday, how the offense is getting better. I do like fields over passing yards with rushing yards. At Bett River's at 217, you're getting Mooney involved. I mean, he was non-existent in the first couple games, and uh, now Mooney's had a couple decent games. Uh but the, you're right that will be a key to the game with the rushing attack is the Bears have their most rushing yards thus far since the 1990 season. It's crazy how they're playing. This is this is not Today's NFL it is not how the Bears all. play football, and most of their offense is just drop back, and then I'm not going to throw. I'm just going to take off and run, what the Bears run. But they're uh, you know, not a ringing endorsement, but they're not uh, they're not bad. I mean, it just it, 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 they're winning games. They're in some of these games, even though the offensive numbers have been uh, putrid. But I think they can move the ball against Chicago against uh, Washington here, and I, I just don't know what to make of Washington. I mean, defensively, w- with the, you only have one takeaway on the season. Think about that. And I don't know what I'm going to get out of Wentz either. And I don't know about this Rivera business as well. I mean, I, I, Mike Pritchard will be fired up to discuss this in two hours about, did he lose the locker room? Are the veterans ticked off? Did, did, would Wentz accept the apology? I mean, you know, that, how's that going to work? That's it's an interesting comedy made where he threw the quarterback under the bus. So if the Bears win this game, they're going to be 3-3 three
0: and three on the season. 3-3, three and three, and their win total was six and a half. Yeah. And that would actually put them kind of in the mix for a playoff spot in the NFC. At this point of the season. A lot of football left, I, I clearly get that. But who had the Bears 3-3 three and three after this game? Uh, probably nobody, right? But again, as I pointed out, the running game's been pretty good for the Bears. Reliable. Um, when you really break down the metrics. Explosive rush percentage, they're number one overall. But Washington's defense, again, against the run. Against explosive rushing per, uh, game, plays, they're eighth overall. Rushing EPA per play, they're fifth. And if you go by DVOA football outsiders, Washington is sixth. Again, the, the, what you can do, really, to this team is attack them through the air. They're, you know, middle of the pack to, you know, bottom 10 in the league in a lot of key categories. But when you look at the Bears in the air, all of the advanced metrics, as we all know this, I mean, you said yesterday that stat, Cooper Cup has as many receptions as Fields has
5: completions. Think about that. That's it, mind-boggling. It's impossible. It right. Is. In today's NFL, again, yes, yes. What does Washington do on offense? You know, you, you, had, you had to sit through that last week. You had them in a contest. They were one of eleven on third down. Wentz has also been sacked twenty times, third most in the league. Mm-hmm. So again, it's him hanging on to the ball too long too. But the, the O line hasn't done him any favors as well. So he's gonna continue to get beat up. But but does Chicago shut him down and are you also the the move on the total from forty down to thirty eight in the primetime right. underruns that we've seen and and there's supposed to be some some wind and some shaky weather as well. Yeah, it's just it's a pick 'em game for a reason. Oh, sure. So usually when games like this occur, you get a high scoring or crazy things happen. But uh, I, I am looking at first quarter under, seven and a half minus 160. I uh, like no score first five and a half minutes. That's heavy juice. Uh, I mentioned the Fields prop as well. I don't know what to do with Mooney. Uh, Montgomery, could he go off? Uh, I mean, that, that some of these are difficult with the props. I just don't know what you're going to get out of Wentz either. And the funny thing with Wentz is we touched on his incredible record on Thursday night. The kid's 6-0. and Yeah, how about I mean, that? It doesn't, doesn't make any sense. Yeah, right. Yeah, so Wentz struggles a lot.
0: With the exception of this night, and here he is talking to the media about the challenges of playing on Thursday night. Physically, by far the hardest week of the season. I mean, it is not even close, in my opinion. Um, you wake up Monday morning, and you're like, holy crap, I got to play in three days, you know, and um, it's hard. It's hard on our bodies, it's hard on on those things, and anytime it's a head injury, especially, that's very concerning. But, um, you know, this <laughs> our job, this is what we do, and uh, we find a way to get out there Thursday night and hopefully uh, deliver. That's what the Commanders do well. Well, uh, Overall, DVOA, again, advanced metrics here, they're 30th in the league. Bears now much better, 28th. Uh-huh. So these are two of the worst teams in the entire league. Passing DVOA on offense, Commanders 28th, rushing DVOA 31st. Not a, I mean, that's just like, oh boy. In for a really long season here with this team. I'll give you some angles going back on Thursday Night Football, though. Good stuff at uh, vsyn.com. Steve Mack and his numbers. Since home teams... Last one, three straight ATS on Thursday Night Football. That was back in September of 2020. Road teams are 21-11-1 and ATS. That's 66%. That includes the Colts' win in the cover last week in Denver. Um, home underdogs. Again, pick them right now, but if Washington goes off the favorite, home underdogs on Thursdays have been uh, really bad. Two and 10 straight up, three and nine ATS in their last 12, only scoring 15.4 points per game. And then how about this trend over the last three plus seasons? Uh, Thursday night football road teams coming off of a loss, a home loss the prior Sunday. Yeah. 12 and 10 straight up, 17, four and one ATS. 17, four and one, 81% ATS. That includes the Colts last week.
5: Okay, good. What do you think it is about these teams that have underruns in October? Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh was a big Washington, one. Washington now a fifteen and three under run in October. Uh how about Robin how about a feel good story? Robinson first touchdown. Or Robinson to score a touchdown anytime. I bet that last week. And because we didn't
0: uh that was a total flyer because we didn't really know the usage rate for him. Yeah. But he took over. What do you have? Nine carries in the game? Yeah. <laughs> so are they gonna really make him like the lead guy ahead of Antonio Gibson? It kind of feels like
5: that way, huh? Yeah, yeah. That could happen. Right. And uh and how the how uh, Montgomery played, and, and Fields had his best game through the year last week in the loss to the Vikings. So uh, home teams have won seven in a row in Chicago games, and some other good tidbits there, as you mentioned as well. Tough one, but I, I, I'd i have to go with the Robinson angle. I mean, why not? Something you want to see. You know, Also, maybe bet no touchdown first half if that's available after what's gone on in some, uh, maybe. some of these primetime games. Yeah, well, you see how low the total is, right?
0: Also, can, can Washington throw the ball in this game against the Bears?
5: I think they probably can a little bit. Well, he's got good numbers. I mean, what, what do you what do you would expect him? Two fifty. I mean, his prop is low. It's only two twenty. It is a low number. Yeah, I, know, I think he can go over that. But it's also uh, a game flow too. Is it fourteen nothing Chicago? Are they playing from behind? Do they get a, an opening drive touchdown? Is it more run oriented? I don't know, mm-hmm. you know how the game's gonna gonna play out. So he um, has taken on.
0: This is Carson Wentz, a league high eighty four pressures already on the year. Including 20 sacks, which is a huge number to, at this point of the season, but the Bears—they're at the very bottom of uh, Pro Football Focus's ranked pass uh, unit, near the bottom, generating the fourth fewest quarterback pressures in the entire league so far. So if he has some time to throw the ball, because he's no good with the pocket presence, uh, the pocket awareness—he's just terrible. Right, right. He—he's one of the worst that we've seen in a long, long time. Uh-huh. So and if, the decision making. Yeah, of course, yes. So, so if they give him a clean pocket to throw the ball from tonight. Um, they do have some weapons. And I don't think the Bears secondary is very good based on the numbers that I'm looking at. Um the receivers are okay. Samuel Mc- McLaurin is a, is a nice
5: little weapon to have. He's 54 and a half. That that could see, I could go over too. Yeah. I would I think I'd, I early it was an auto play early on, but I would go Mooney over 42 and a half as well after these uh, had six for 140 the last couple They're weeks. They kind of making it a point to yeah. Get him the ball now. He, he's also right about the war of attrition here in the turnaround. I think it was Tiki Barber years ago who said, I'm still I'm still sore on a Tuesday after a game. Oh, yeah. And to think, he said Monday, but Tiki said still Tuesday that he's still sore and they got to come out and play on a Thursday. I mean, put yourself in
0: their shoes for a second. It's something that, unless you've done it, who can relate to this?
5: Yeah. You,
0: you kind of got to take their word for it, right? Thursday night football, yeah, we get it, man. We've heard stories. I mean, it's just... The equivalent
5: of a car accident.
0: Yes, you play, right. Like Webster. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, up center. Yeah. Went through I mean that was the story of uh his life. Like a, the doctors were saying what was it, like a thousand car accidents, kind of the same thing. And then it's like, hey, guys, yeah, you get maybe a half a day off, but let's yeah. go pick yeah. it back up. I like
5: what you said earlier in the week. Okay, everyone's ripping the game this matchup whatever up. I want to see what it'll I know it'll beat it. I want to see if the Yankee game comes close. I want to see what the ratings and are. The ratings if the Yankee game can uh, can get close to this cuz everyone's and Amazon's done well so far yeah. with the numbers. Uh, prediction: It won't uh, blowout. No, no, no. The, the ratings? No, you think the football will destroy the Yankee game?
0: I don't. Dis- destroy is a uh, strong word. I think it'll beat it though. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, all season long, Bet Rivers is your go-to sportsbook for all football-related content. Check out betrivers.com or download the Bet Rivers app for the latest odds, unique promotions, player props, and more. Every week, Bet Rivers has unique football specials. To help you win big, cheer on your favorite team and your favorite players with BetRivers. It is a whole new game. Win, loses up next. Seven, uh, seven different bets cashed with at least a payout of plus two sixty last night. Details next.
2: Win Some, Lose Some is presented by Bet Rivers, your hometown sportsbook. Check out their daily specials at BetRivers.com. Were you a winner last night? Wow, winning. Or was it a rough one? Well, they can't all be winners, can they? Loser! You're a loser! Holly Howard recaps the night in
3: sports betting in Win Some,
5: Lose. All right, another fun night. Here we go again with the Dodgers. You win 111 games, Kershaw, Another bad performance, they lose. We have a series now in San Diego. Snell goes in game three. And it's supposed to be Anderson for the Dodgers. Who knows what's gonna happen in game four. 5-3, Padres plus 165. Padres on the reverse run line, three to one. Padres to score first and win, plus 260. Padres to score in the first inning, three to one. Eat it up. Big payouts last night. Can I give you a huge breakdown of what happened?
0: There's a lot of numbers here. Right, the Ducks on the bond. But with the Dodgers alone last night, they hit three home runs, Yeah. they had 15-plus base runners, had all nine starters reach base, had eight-plus starters get a hit, had a base runner in every inning. No other team in Major League Baseball history has done all of that in a game and only scored three runs regular season or postseason. Yeah. It was three solo shots, back-to-back-to-back to back to back innings given up by garbage, and
5: that was it. Yeah. Base was loaded, jam. they get out of it. Second and third, one out, they get out of it. You know, it's just a tough loss. Dodgers to score in the first inning, plus 215. Turner to a home run, plus 550. Muncie, plus 360. Machado, five to one. And Freeman, five to one. The, the, well, they were going out at the same time because of the rain delay. Braves to score first and win, plus 260. First pitch, ball, plus 155. Missed this one from the other day. Will there be a triple in the Seattle-Houston game? Rodriguez had one. Yes, plus 370. Louisiana. How the hell did Marshall beat Notre Dame? There needs to be an investigation. They've been awful since. Louisiana plus 330. Outright. Forget about the 10 and a half points.
0: I stopped watching that game. Wow, wasn't Marshall up big? No, no, no. Am I wrong on that? I thought they had like a uh, uh, 10 3? No, I don't think so.
5: No, no. Canadians plus 210. Yeah, well, why? Why? What are you doing, Toronto? Why? You got rid of my guy, Jack Campbell. Matt Murray, how do you think this is going to go? They're 23 shots on goal. They got four past them. I mean, this... is All these goalies that there were available, and, and that's what Toronto did. Champions League, Porto, plus 260. Atletico Madrid draw, plus 350. Subscribe, be part of the team, Beeson Pro, for our radio and podcast friends, as always you don't see this every day take a look at this now you see the moose getting out of the lake but he's chasing a bear and that fella can move he can scoot and the moose. imagine the onlookers there like i i don't sign up for you know it's like you're gonna see this every day and, he, and the bear escapes and goes right back down here he comes again and here comes the moose and he runs away and he gives up but the bear It's honestly one of the best videos we've ever played. How about that? A moose going after the bear for about 30 seconds, and he almost tracks him down. Incredible video. Mike Leach at it again. Asked asked by a reporter about going to the hospital for the birth of a child. Quote, you never know when liftoff is on those things. I almost missed my son. He popped out real fast. Bring some food. Definitely bring some food. Could be a long day. Mike Leach. Then he was asked about weddings uh, on the field last week. He said it's terrible, just a lope. No, no, but don't go to weddings. Don't put your your family and friends through that, just a lope, is what he said. Uh, Okay, some loose, some Marshall from eight up to ten and a half. No good. As Louisiana gets there with the backup quarterback. Guy looked at the score wrong last night of the game. Silly me. No problem. Uh, All right, we have an update. The fishermen caught cheating in Ohio at the tournament were charged. And here's the video. Look at this as a ruckus started and ensued. I'm surprised they wouldn't have a riot as the tournament director cut open the fish. He goes, why are your fish twice as heavy as these weigh in more than these other guys? It's not even close. And then their history, and people thought about it, and he cut open the fish, and guess what they found? Eight 12-ounce lead weights, two 8-ounce weights, and they have been charged with grand theft and other counts. The cheating allegations surfaced September 30th, when Jason Fisher, <laughs> is the name again, yeah. Jason Fisher, Bookman, became suspicious because their fish were significantly heavier than, heavier than the walleye that typically uh, are caught. And a crowd of people gathered around with the video, and uh, they were they won 28,000 in prizes. And now they could be doing time. They should what be. Happened? Yeah. Well, God knows how many tournaments they've won and how long this has been going on. Again, Marcus Allen, if you're giving out money and you're keeping score, people are cheap. What a sick run we're on. Chess, poker story from the last week. Fishing, no one's safe. I brought this up the day after this
0: happened on the show. The the people here who did this, they're very lucky they never caught a a huge beating, severe beating. Absolutely. That they could never recover from. Because I I grew up in the Midwest. Warm rounders. I grew up exactly right. Cops. I grew up fishing. I still know people who get into fishing tournaments. They take it seriously. There's, There's no fooling around here. I'm surprised they didn't have tires slashed, uh, other stuff to their cars. I'm, I'm not joking. Yep. Um, I can't believe yep. they got out of there alive. Yep,
5: yep. Well, I I, I can't believe this either. Devontae Adams was charged with uh, assault for shoving the guy after Monday night football. I can't believe it. Kansas City police charged him. Let me get this straight. So Stephen A. Smith is on last night on ESPN, and he said he was told Draymond Green knocked pool out cold. That he knocked him oh, out? You can tell him the video looked that, that yeah, way. Okay, no, okay, no, no fine, nothing. This guy gets charged with assault, and let me tell you something as a former pro athlete oh, yeah, who's yeah. played uh, a professional football. You, you, 20 yards of carry. You have quite the resume, yeah. Or you, you, you can't see. When I practiced for three days with the Arena Football League team here, that was the biggest. I go, my God, this is all you can see. And they told me, the GM at the time said, keep your head on a swivel because they put me on the special teams to start, but I got the ball in a game and an end around. Uh, but the guy hit me. He was, a, I think he was from the VAT of the corner. My mouthpiece went in the eighth row. You were there. I never saw him coming. This is what he, Adam, I don't think Adam saw the guy. No, that was. If you see that footage, where the guy comes out and they're supposed to clear the tunnel. And a little shove, but I don't think Adam saw the guy because that's the, you're, you're shocked. It's unbelievable if you wear a helmet that you can't see anything. Oh, well, that was my biggest takeaway when I first
0: started playing football and I had to put the pads on and the helmet at a very young age. I'm like, we're supposed to run around with this
5: thing on our heads the entire time? Yeah, How? absolutely. I couldn't believe it. couple days of practice. You can't see anything. Bad beats. Ah. Oh. Preston North End, under two and a half. 1-0, 82nd minute. They scored, and then Bristol City scored in the 90th minute. 2-1 final. Come on, I want to get a sick run here. We had 12 straight unders with Preston. Inter Milan, plus 350. They led 3-1 in the 81st minute. That was a draw, 3-3. Seattle Kraken 4-2, plus $1.10. They led 4-2 with 10 minutes left and got beat. And Vancouver, plus the goal and a half, led Edmonton 3-0. They lost 5-3. Edmonton scored with an empty net with 30 seconds left. Win some, lose some, presented by BetRivers, your hometown book. Or if your first wager loses, receive a free bet equal to your stake, up to $500. Welcome
0: back, hockey. I'm sure there will be zero bad beats in the first week. No kidding, what a yeah. way to start. If you had the puck and a half last night with Vancouver. Come on, it's 3 nothing. They scored two goals in the first two minutes? Yeah. Do you know, <laughs> I, was looking, I was looking at some of the prices last night on the plus puck and a half. Uh-huh. Because I wanted to see what the avalanche were laying against um, Chicago. What was it? Well, I wanted to. I wanted to. I wanted to bet Chicago with the puck and a half. It was plus one and a half, plus one thirty. not there's no, no chance that if it was like no, no. maybe
5: two dollars, maybe no, because it was four twenty for the game. It was yeah, he, goal, yeah. Goal in the first ten was two dollars, which didn't happen, but the first period went over. Yeah. Uh, but that's that's a bad Chicago outfit. really bad. Yeah. The other thing, uh, we have a we also have a series now. I I, I know they were shut out and they only had one rally. Harper let off the second with a double. But I'll tell you, if, uh, I think it was Smoltz, he's right. You put the ball in play, good things happen. It infuriates me to no end that these guys come up there and strike out. Two outs, nobody on, hit by pitch, walk. Uh, just, Hoskins has got to make that play. But oh, come, th- that ball's not hit hard. The inning's over with, Paul. What's this Olay stuff?
0: I mean, that get was your it. body in front of the ball. It's not moving. That was a disgrace. Yeah, It should have been scoreless going on to the next inning. Right,
5: but then you saw the Riley like dribbler. Did that, you got the second
0: run. Put the ball in play, good things happen. How about the Riley catch when he banged up against the tarp? Did you see that over the oh. head like this?
5: The Swanson catch was that's nuts.
0: The 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 Riley catch against the tarp. Uh-huh. That's like Jeter flying into the stands. Yeah, yeah. That's like a 9.8 uh degree of difficulty. That was awesome. But you're right. I mean, there's no way the Braves should have had anything in that inning whatsoever. And Wheeler was cruising. Two outs, nobody on. The hit-by-pitch, the walk. And, yeah, and he and, was so official last He had Like, no pitches. Yeah, I know. He, he could have gone, like, ten innings last night in the
5: game. In-play dream. That's what that was, too. I didn't care. I played under three and a half. Uh, I'm like, this is then the, the fiasco with the two outs, nobody on. But that's, yep. Yeah, that hurts. I found a way to get it done. Season was on the line. They also had some, I thought the
0: Phillies really had some bad at-bats. It was, I think, yeah. maybe the top of the fifth, I think, because I had the Phillies' first five, which was a push yeah. refund. But they had um, the, the at-bat by Segura, like three pitches, take a seat. Just awful. And they had a couple of guys on that inning eventually um, around him that actually got, they did They did well in uh, their at-bats to get on. But that was just a nothing and total zilch from him, so that stunk. But now they go back, and now they got to get Nola in Philly. Morton against
5: Nola. They should win that game. I like Philly. Yeah. Should win that I, I game. I don't disagree. But shut out. Come on. One round. Nothing going. Other than Harper's
0: no, leadoff hit. I mean, nothing going. Yep. We will get into updated Major League Baseball numbers coming up next. He struck out 14 batters in two starts against his opponent today. And his prop is three and a half. We'll tell you who that is coming up here on V-CIT.
5: This is Follow the Money on v NBA starts Tuesday and grab the v Pro Basketball Betting Guide. Preview, it's awesome. I read the whole thing yesterday. Von Tobel did a great job. It's everything you want. Get the odds to make the playoffs, win total, division, futures, depth chart, excellent. Five betting tips for getting betters. Player awards, which are excellent. Win totals. VEASAN NBA betting guide, Become a VEASAN Pro subscriber. Get it today. Sign up now for just ninety-nine dollars. Get access to everything we do through the Super Bowl. Sign up today. vison.com slash subscribe. All right, where are you at today? Good doubleheader. I kind of want to bet both dogs. Yeah? Okay. I like Seattle team total over two and a half. Okay. I was concerned with Valdez in September. And I was concerned well, Valdez was horrible in the playoffs last year, too. So it's a uh, potent Seattle offense, as we've seen. And I think they'll be able to... I mean, they can't get three runs. So a little concern. And, and plus... Uh, They've been hot. These these guys also not named Verlander. And we saw what happened in game one. Uh, uh, the pitching staff not named Verlander struggled uh, against Seattle this year, too. So it's 13-7 and seven now, head-to-head. And they have won 12 in a row during the day uh, against the uh, American League at home. But... Uh, this is, this is a good matchup. And again, I believe
0: they've won 31 of 38 at home against the Mariners. Incredible run. Yeah. Yeah. So, Valdez, okay, going back, how much stock do you put in what happened last year in the postseason? Yes. How much stock do you put in how he was against the Mariners this year? I have all the numbers, two starts, right. 13 and two-thirds innings, an ERA around four, but the underlying numbers, the metrics, much better. FIP 1.8, XFIP 2.34. The reason why the ERA is high is because when – the Mariners got the ball in play. They hit 361, which is very unlucky for the starting pitcher. He had 15 Ks to only two walks for Valdez. So I would say overall, pretty good numbers. Some bad luck, and Castillo uh, for the M's. He has not faced the Astros since 2019, so he can't really look at anything there.
5: He was great against uh, the Jays. I put Stocker. I think it's important. I'm also concerned with how uh, he struggled at the end of the season. You know, he was just so lights out for so long, and then had a couple bad starts there. So and we saw Seattle wasn't worried or intimidated by Verlander at all, and how great they were offensively. So his K prop is five and a half. Mm-hmm. Um, Both guys are five and a half. Yeah, I, I Yep, and I, I definitely think they can get over two and a half runs here. Dollar thirty over with Seattle, but it comes down. Yeah, the day off hurt them. Baseball. I want to go right back out there. When you lose a game like that, now you got to sit around and stew and chew on that. I got to see how they respond as well. But yeah. again, Castile can come out, throw a gem, and we go back to Seattle. We're tied at one. But that's a demoralizing loss. It's seven to three in the eighth. That's, they're down to their final out, yeah. and he hits a three-run walk-off. But it's a, it's a complete crusher. No, yeah. you know I've watched a lot
0: of uh, MLB Network this week, and to a man, every person on the network has basically said I, I can't stand the day-off stuff because of what you just said. It's, it's a, well, it's a with marathon Man- with baseball. You get into this routine right. where you need to play every single day. You don't, you don't take a, a day off then and then
5: pick it back up. Oh, it's a bad job. But with without travel? Yes. If the Yankee right. game is rained out today and it's supposed to rain, they're going to play four days in a row in that series. That's correct. That, that, that doesn't make any sense. And also, I think it's risky business to put up a 7 right now in a Houston game. Mm, I don't disagree with that Especially either. Especially with well, how, how potent their lineup
0: is as well. Okay, so, so having said what we just said about Valdez, his um, remember he had that stretch this year, basically the entire season where he threw a quality start, right? Which means six innings or more and uh, three or fewer runs. Well, his outs prop is 17 and a half. Can he get six full innings done tonight against the M's lineup?
5: It's minus one. 120 to yeah. be over. Yeah, funny you bring that up. I was looking at Cortez outs under because I don't think he'll go long. No? I think that'll be a bullpen game for the Yankees too. But that was uh, one prop I was looking at in the late game. Okay, well then, or, so yeah, yeah, late game. That would be correlated. Then you mm-hmm. did you? But the K prop is three and a
0: half for him. That's it. Three and a half no. for Cortez. The over is minus one sixty. Now in two starts against the Guardians this year, he went twelve and one third. ERA of two point one nine. His numbers were fantastic. He had a zero point four nine WHIP. That's impossible. And the BABIP was also, it was sub one. So a .083 BABIP. So the, the Mariners got super unfortunate. He got very lucky to Cortez. But 14 strikeouts at two walks in two starts. The K-Prop is three and a half.
5: Yeah. But, he, remember, he was awesome for the first couple months. And then a little shaky, there was yeah. injury. But he closed strong, too. But then again, what with a total of six and a half, what can Cleveland do offensively? Number one, the Yankees have owned them. They beat them six or seven this year. And we just see that there's just there's no pop in this lineup. And they're going to have to string together three straight hits like Atlanta did, but to, to, to get a run or to get a rally going. And I don't know if they can do that. Uh, but certainly you have to like the ch- chance of the throw, they're, they're throwing Bieber out here to try to save the season, and he won't be intimidated. But the Yankees uh, can take it deep, and there's so many guys that, that can go deep. I want to see if I get Carpenter back in the lineup. Yeah. But uh, do you get involved with runs, hits, and errors, Prop? I have before. Okay. Uh, Maybe so do that tonight. But, uh you want to go over that one? Yeah. Nine and one under run, last ten at night. For Cleveland against the AL East, and this a lot of this is the Minnesota Twins, but the Yankees have won nine in a row uh, at playoffs against the AL Central. But I just, I just don't know what they're going to be able to do offense. They have four runs in three playoff games. Uh, that's very concerning. And it's also, what am I going to get out of this bullpen? If he goes five innings, if he goes six innings, they're going to turn over to the pen. And I don't, I don't really trust Boone with it going righty, righty, lefty, yeah. lefty, and bringing all these guys out. Not to mention it's supposed to rain. And, and if they, you know, they play three innings and then here comes the rain or it's delayed like it was yesterday. I don't know. So
0: Bieber's K-Prop tonight is five and a half. The over is even money. Does he get to six? How many innings does he go? Does he go seven innings? Well, I think he has to. Yeah. If he goes seven innings.
5: I expect a strong effort from
0: him. Okay, then you would like to go over yeah. five and a half strikeouts then. Yeah. yeah. Okay, I have uh, some home run numbers tonight as well. Judges plus 240. As Matt Veskirchen said yesterday, hmm. you're never be- you should never bet a home run prop at yeah. 250 or below. Yeah.
5: Kiss my tookus.
0: He this is what he said, yes. How yeah. is he? Ramirez flip side is plus 350 in the game tonight. Other Yankees to go deep. Rizzo did the other night. He's plus 390. Giancarlo is plus 420. Donaldson, you want to bring her a rain. You want a little bit of that? Five to one? No. No, no way. No way. Not with him. Uh, let's see here. Josh Naylor is plus 480. Jimenez is a kid who went deep against... Uh, the Rays, 6-1. to one. Gonzalez, plus 540. Quan is plus 750 to go yard tonight. Some of the home run props that we have. I got hits
5: here, too. Might do a Nerfie. No run in the first inning, minus 150. I think you want to go the other way around. You want to guess? I mean, look at how you these games have been going. Yeah, there's been a
0: lot of them, I know. Uh, the Padres game last night, both, uh-huh. both, how about that? Both teams to score in the first inning. Uh-huh. Uh, to get a hit tonight, Aaron Judge is minus 210. What's Bieber's approach? Because... Uh, you have to make someone else beat you. In, in game one... You have to. We, remember, we were joking around. That's the outlighter special. Quantrill will make pitch around it for sure. I liked
5: your angle. And he was right swinging. After, and, I know. He went right after him. So yes, he at the he did. first pitch. Yep. I reached out to our guys, by the way, uh, on the Houston thing. And Matt, it's $76 million. That he can win. Yeah. They got on it early with this promotion. And he's in a great position. He, they think he but, got too much. On the Astros to win the World Series, Mattress Mac. So, but the promotion's still going on, and you know what it's like. Oh, my God. This is my team. I live in Houston. They're good. People bet what they want to see, but people also believe, you know, fan, short for fanatic, Astros are going to win the World Series. Let me get some free furniture. I can buy all this stuff in my mattress. I don't have to pay for it. Win it all, get it all. So it's $76 million, Mattress Mac stands to win if the Astros win the World Series, and uh, he got a lot of it early, so a lot got a lot of great prices as well. Wow. So that's something to factor into here if they win and take a commanding lead in this series. And also they own the Yankees. So if we get a Houston, New York, ALCS. Did you get any read on uh, how much furniture he's actually selling? They Is think it- it's just going to be an avalanche.
0: Hey, really? So it's going to probably yeah. match or come close where it's going to make some sense here. And he's not yeah. going to be
5: in over his skis. Yeah, he's gone too much right now. He's he's over what's well, overhedged yeah. uh, right now, but it's yeah. But the promotions, I mean, you never know. He's a, he's a genius with this stuff. Yes, he he's great. And he by the way, the closer he, they he's, get he's, to the World Series, the more furniture people are yeah. going to
0: buy. He's not hurting, so he'll be fine one way or the yeah. other. Yeah, right. Uh, this is uh, Valdez twenty twenty one playoff starts in the ALDS game two four and one third four earned runs ALCS game one two and two thirds two earned runs. ALCS game five, eight innings, one earned run. So he was great there. In the World Series, game one, two innings, five earned runs. Game five, two and two-thirds, five earned. So it was not pretty for him. He had one good Uh, start, really. That was
5: it? Yeah. I know. It's hard. I do trust Bieber more than Cortez, though. I will say that in the late game. Uh, I might actually trust Castillo more than Valdez, too. In terms of uh, yeah, ranking the confidence tonight, I'd go yeah. Bieber one. Castillo is probably number two. Right. Then again, I had a lot of confidence in Kershaw last night. I just, uh, I can't do it anymore. I just, he just didn't have it. Again, in the playoffs. You can't keep doing this. I mean, he gives you five innings, gives up three runs, and then long ball. What is he, 13 and 12, Dustin, career in the playoffs? I mean, what a complicated legacy. He's Sandy Koufax during the regular season. Oh, he's one of the best I've ever seen. He's had some unbelievable starts. But he's, he's thirteen and twelve. He's had too many stinkers. Yeah. He's a two for a guy to be one of the best pitchers in the history of baseball. He's had too many stinkers in October. I uh, like Greg Max. But I say this: the
0: Padres had to win that game last night. They yeah, were getting too early. Yeah, I know. And if Darvish couldn't hold on to the lead, that would have. I mean, that's it for the season, pretty yeah. much. Up next, soccer expert Nigel Seeley is going to join the show. The lad has been on fire with his soccer bets. Uh, what he likes with superb analysis. Coming up next.
2: Is follow
5: the money on V-CEN. all season long. Bet Rivers your go-to book all football-related content. Check out betrivers.com or download the app for the latest odds, promotions, player props, and more. Great house specials. Cheer on your favorite teams and favorite players with Bet Rivers. It's a whole new game. Here he comes every Thursday at this time. Nigel Sealy, the Golden Soccer and Tennis at Sealy underscore Nigel on Twitter. 4-0 and last week on the show, and he has uh, six picks he's going to give out coming up. How concerned are you that you're going to the World Cup and there is a sober zone, they call it? I mean, you like to get after it, uh, a couple of pops. Uh, how concerned are you with this, how they're going to treat the uh, spectators?
3: Well... If there was a sober zone uh, when the last European Championship was on, when England played, I don't think I would have got out of it for three and a half weeks. I think I would have <laughs> stayed in the sober zone yeah. for three and a half weeks. Um, I don't know what they're going to rate. I mean, how, how, if you walk down the Vegas Strip and you saw everyone had a few drinks, how many people would be in the, uh, what's your spread on how many people will be in the right. sober zone? For, right. like it'd be thousands, wouldn't It would be thousands, wouldn't it? Is that so, how um, it's
5: going to work? If they see you stumbling or they think you're
3: inebriated, they're going to take you to the sober zone? <laughs> Sober Zone? The you Sober, Sober no, Zone, well, it might, to be fair, it might be worth getting right on it for a few weeks and going there, because it'd be a lot cheaper than the hotels the Sober Zone. <laughs> <laughs> I, might just, I might just go there. I just quite fancy going to the Sober Zone. It sounds a great place to go In it? Sober Zone. Yeah. Just like-minded individuals like me, just chatting about sport, having a few beers. Just, it sounds great. As long yeah. as we get the sun in the Sober Zone, I'll be fine. Right. Yeah. <laughs> sounds like a good time, like Ikea. Did you have the meatballs? <laughs> I'd rather be in the sober zone than IKEA. I tell you, the minute I come out of this uh, out of the IKEA, I hit the bar. I must admit, because I can't stand the place. Ah, oh, gee, it's a fantastic place, but the thing is, you go around it, and then the thing you want, you have to go all the way back, and it's only one way. It's like a maze. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. It's just, it's just, yeah. it's. I just want someone to, to say, okay, I want that room like that. Can you come round and build it in my house? How much are going to cost? I don't need yes. five thousand bits. Yes. Just to you know, just, you I want that in my house. There's the measurements. Can you come and do it? Can you do it two weeks on Thursday? Fantastic. Yeah. Thank you very much. The That's homework it. assignment. It, it is.
0: Well and the instructions, nobody can read. Oh, please. Not a single person on the planet on. can read the instructions. Come
5: on.
3: Ridiculous. Right. I, I bought two uh, sideboards from there about two years ago, and I made them. And you know Paula, uh, Mitch. She, she's very she's very fussy. She's very particular. Uh-huh. And I thought I did. If I looked at it, I would have thought it was like so, like looking at the, someone who painted the Mona Lisa or the Sistine Chapel. It was like my <laughs> moment of art. And she hasn't stopped moaning because it has it's wobbly. One of the things has come out. I said, you know what? We'll, we'll just we'll go somewhere else. But no, sure. she still wants to go there. It's just, it's insane. I don't want to go. I don't want to go to Ikea ever again. Yeah, I saw it on your
5: face with the tweet. Uh, bad beat. Uh, okay, here we go. Rapid fire with the picks. You have been all over this Wolverhampton club. I mean, you nailed it. Uh, you've been an excellent job here. What do you want to do? Two bets,
3: same match Saturday. Wolverhampton, take it away. Well, I'm not, going to change, I'm not going to change my opinion of Wolverhampton. They've got rid of their manager about time, really. He's been really, really poor this season, Bruno Lark. Um, they've got the, the manager who they thought they were going to have, the more former Seville manager, Lopetegui, is so that he doesn't want to go there. His father's not very well, so he's not the right time for him. So they're, in, they're looking for a new manager. So they're going into this game without a manager. And this is a relegation battle. Wolves and Nottingham Forest are two sides at the bottom of the table. Uh, I could not bet Wolves at minus 145 with anybody's money whatsoever. They're the lowest scorers in the Premier League. They've only scored three goals. When you think Haaland scored 15 on his own, the whole of Wolves' three. <laughs> it's just insane. At home, they're the lowest scoring home team in the Premier League with just two goals. And they played Nottingham Forest, who are also in a relegation battle, who are the lowest scoring road team with just one goal. So it's no surprise. I want to bet under two and a half goals here at minus 125. Uh, forest do leak a few goals but their last match was they looked a lot better 1-1 one, one. the manager Steve Cooper has been given a contract at the club everyone thought he was going to be sacked but he's given an extension of his contract I think that will help them I think that will help them there's a bit you know, a bit of consistency around the side and the faith in the manager I think that will help Forest and Forest will have nothing to fear here it's a relegation battle usually relegation battles you would expect to be low scoring and uh, mm. I expect this to be low scoring so Wolves not in the Forest under two and a half goals and the other game and i always played Wolves games I always like the bet on the draw to be at half time. Uh, last season, Wolves drew 21 games at, uh, at half time out of their 38 matches. Uh, you can always get them at plus money, which doesn't make sense when you look at that statistic. Um, they, they, you know, if you, sorry. The other thing I was going to say to you is Wolves in, in four of the last five matches under two and a half goals has cashed, and Wolves have failed to score in three of their last four. So, that draw to halftime is always a bet I like to play, especially when you consider this is a relegation battle. So, I expect the first half to be rather cagey. And to bet it at plus money, it just yeah. never makes sense to me. Plus 120 is the price with Bet Rivers. It's the best price in the industry. I think that will start around about even money, plus 100. Yep. Um, but I would make it minus 110 every time we've played a middle section or a bottom half side.
5: Good call. It'll be cagey and nervy. I'm with you on that one. Let's stay Saturday.
3: Full on Bournemouth. You want to go over. Take it away. Yeah, I do. Uh, I mean, Fulham have played in uh, nine games this season in the Premier League. Eight of them have cashed over two and a half. Eight of them of the nine have been both teams to score. The only time they failed to score on the game ended 0 0. Who was it against? Wolves. <laughs> nil 0. <Yes. score>. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So, so, Fulham have played, Fulham, every game they've played has gone over until they've played Wolves. Uh, both teams have scored in eight of the last nine. Uh, Bournemouth have just come back with a big win, a 3 1 against Leicester. Uh, they were embarrassed by Liverpool 9-0. Uh, they sacked the manager, Scott Parker, got a new guy in charge, and Gary O'Neill, who's looking to become the permanent manager. Since he took charge, they're unbeaten in five. I would expect this to be quite entertaining. Two sides that like to play football in a good way, a real good matchup, and they would expect goals down by the River Thames in South London on Saturday. To the big one Sunday, can't wait. Liverpool against Man City. Uh, Liverpool
5: in poor form. I know when the Queen passed, they... Uh, they had the break, and they asked Klopp, who had a great rant about. He concerned about throwing your rhythm off in time. and timing. He goes, "What rhythm? Look how we're playing. What rhythm? We don't want that." Uh, but they're in tenth place now on a table. I mean, Man City seems dollar
3: thirty. Give me, give me Man City, right? Yeah, I mean, you. Would, I mean, I, you would think that is the bet, and I expect all the handle to be on Manchester City. But um, sometimes in these big matches, they don't really go as we plan. Um, the one thing I have, I think the Manchester United have a big advantage on, on, On they played on Tuesday in the Champions League. It was a nil-nil draw against Copenhagen, but oh. they rested virtually their whole first 11. Okay. Haaland didn't play, The Bruyne didn't play, they rested the goalkeeper. So all their players are fit and ready for this game. Liverpool on the flip side played quite an intense game. I know the scoreline doesn't really suggest that it was is intense, but a 7-1 win in Rangers in, in Glasgow. They were 1-0 down in that game, and for the first half, they were clearly the second-best side. So they had to bring on Salah off the bench, who scored a hat-trick, the quickest ever hat-trick in the Champions League. So I feel that that's a big advantage for Manchester City. But this is Liverpool. You know, this is Liverpool Football Club. This is the side that these are the two of the most dominant sides in the world. And taking minus 130 Man City is one of those bets that you would look back on, on Monday morning and think, It was the best bet of all time or what a douchebag I was to take the minus 130 because it's, it's just the, it just doesn't or everything on paper says Man City will win this game. But sometimes the draw wouldn't be a bad result for, for Man City. It's not it's not a disaster for them. Liverpool need to get something quickly. They're on the back of a 7-1 win, which is which is great mm-hmm. for them. But they concede goals. I would probably go from more of a neutral angle. Not not rushed to the minus 130. I think both teams will score. Yes, over three and a half goals potentially. I think that Liverpool will have to take it to Man City, and I think we'll see a very open game. It won't be as cage as we've seen before because it's it's do or die now for Liverpool. That when they're in they're in serious trouble. They've got to go out of a fight yes. and. Um, I think goals could be on the menu rather than have a a strong play on Man City minus one thirty.
5: All right, can't wait for that match. Don't get caught with your pants down. That's an 8.30 Pacific start on Sunday. Uh, Two minutes left, Nigel. Take. what do you want to do with the Chelsea match against Villa? And you also like a Europa match today.
3: Yeah, I'm going to, I mean, Chelsea have suddenly started to hit a bit of form. Um, They've got a new manager in Graham Potter, who I didn't think was going to come into the club. I, I think he's an excellent manager, but I thought it was probably a little bit too early in his career to come to a big club like Chelsea from Brighton, where he was doing absolutely brilliant. But he has been a revelation since he's gone into Chelsea. He's unbeaten in five matches in Charles. They've won their last four. The first game was a draw against Salzburg in the Champions League, but there was a 92nd-minute goal equaliser that cost him. He should be having five matches and five wins. The one good thing what he has done is really shored up the Chelsea defence. Chelsea are looking a lot more solid defensively that was their real strength when they won the champions league that was their real strength i used to come on here and say chelsea to win to nil was a fantastic price and we were taking odds of about plus 125 on chelsea to win to nil they're playing aston villa who aren't scoring goals i mean they've not they're, they haven't really much got of a goal threat they've played a couple of nil nils they've played some real boring matches their last three matches against leeds nottingham forest and southampton have been really dull affairs not many goals in them and I think Chelsea will do a professional job here. Like Chelsea haven't conceded in their last three. And the better way to get with Chelsea, I mean Chelsea are minus one twenty five to win on the road at Villa, which is you know probably about right. But Chelsea to win to nil is a much more enhanced 2-1 to with Bet Rivers. I like that. I really, really do. I think Chelsea will win to nil. A 1-0, 2-0. Job done. Professional move on to the next game. And tonight in the Europa League, a team that I've tipped on here before, a team at home who are a very, very hard ma- match for anybody, Karabakh over in Azerbaijan. It's a long, long way for people to travel. They're playing Olympiacos. Uh, you can bet them. They were minus 120. They're now being bet down to minus 125. And I think that line's going even lower. But at home, they're pretty much unbeatable. Uh, They're unbeaten at home this season in the Champions League and the Europa League. And they play Olympiakos side. Greek sides have always been good at home. Very, very poor on the road. Olympiakos haven't won on the road this season. They're in the worst season they've had domestically in the Greek League. They're bottom of the Europa League without a win. And they did lose 3-0 last week to Karabakh in Greece. I like Karabakh to win tonight.
5: You're awesome. Stay hot. Thank you. Talk to you next week, mate. Take care. That's Kara Bag, uh, Q-A-R-A Bag, uh, in the Europa match coming up. Brad Power's up next. You won't believe where he has Texas Power Rated.